Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Recorded live. Well, it is an absolute pleasure to be on the phone with all of you. This is Garlamy Harris, and the title of this particular uh, online webinar, I guess you could call it, is how to make money with a Troptions offering of your coin. And then I also added the word, the letters ICO. And one of the things that's so exciting today is what's being called an initial coin offering or an ICO. And you can look this up by going on to YouTube and you can see lots of videos of people talking about initial coin offerings or initial cryptocurrency offerings. And really, they, the ICO is a takeoff of the expression or the, or the usage of the phrase IPO, which stands for initial public offering. When a private company that's been around for a while, and the typical scenario is a private company has been around for a while, it's either starting to make money or it's growing very rapidly and has a great need for capital, uh, and it needs to get more capital and have access to the marketplace, to the public markets, then it does something called going public. And when it goes public, you know, the people that got in early that were investors while that company was private generally are able to sell some or all of their stock at the public offering. And that's a big deal because usually there's a lot of capital raised at that time, and sometimes the founders of the company become extremely rich and sometimes the early investors become rich. I mean, when you think about the example of Peter Thiel, invest, one of the early investors in Facebook, I think he was like perhaps number three uh, investing in Facebook. Uh, and if I remember my numbers correctly, $500,000 he invested, and that ended up being worth over a billion dollars. So he was an early investor in what's called, what, was, what we call an IPO, Initial Public Offering. Well, as you guys well know that are on this call, because you and I have been involved together, and those of you who listen to this call, we've been involved together in, in wanting to raise capital and in some situations raising a little bit of capital so far for your private companies using Title III crowdfunding. And the idea of that was wonderful. It was a great law called the Jobs Act that President Obama signed, and then within six months, after that law being enacted, already the regulators had started to destroy it. I mean, to make it almost completely worthless uh, and unusable. And that was quite distressing, as all of us on this phone call know. Uh, it wasn't a lot of fun. It put kind of a crimp in the works. And so I went to work finding an alternative way of doing it. And without going into all the details of how that arrived and how we got there, um, I came across these token IPOs or these, uh, let me define some terms, um, cryptocurrency, which is a 
it's a way that uh, digital dollars are traded in a very encrypted manner, in a very secure, very protected manner. Similar to if you have a monopoly board, the money that's on that monopoly board is how you buy and sell whatever you do on monopoly. Uh, you use that particular currency. Well, this is a current. These are these are tokens or coins or assets. They are called cryptocurrency because they're very, very, very secure. Actually, more secure than banks, and more secure in many situations than military encryption. As a matter of fact, military encryption uh, doesn't really come close to the level of encryption we're dealing with. Without going into you know, crazy amounts of detailed and and um, technical information on what that means. Just think of it as as um, some of you get American Express points. Uh, some of you have used Starbucks uh, dollars. You know, you put money on a card and then you use that card at Starbucks. And so, whoever is willing to accept that. That currency, what's on that card, you know, you can use it there. So uh, the Starbucks card has Starbucks. The Whole Foods gift card, are, you can use it at Whole Foods. And so that's kind of the idea. These are different currencies that uh, people develop, that they make, and then they try to get people to use them. And so um, we're going to talk about the currencies that we all have, all of you that are on this call and many of you that will get on this call, you already have a cryptocurrency that's made for your company, for your use. And we're going to use that to raise capital for your use instead of going through the process that's involved with the stock market. Uh, and yet they are very, very similar. We, don't, we have no fear. We need to have no fear of dealing with securities in this regard. And I know a lot of people are concerned, well, maybe maybe the SEC will get on our case. Maybe they'll think, well, you're just trying to get around, you know, calling it a security. You're just trying to, trying to get around using securities. And we're going to find you somehow and track you down and beat you or, or something. You know, uh, we don't really need to be afraid of that. And I'm going to give you the reasons why. And, of course, you can research this further on your own. But number one, the IRS has determined or, or has uh, designated these cryptocurrencies, and of course the grandfather of them all is Bitcoin. And Bitcoin, if you don't know, is trading at $970 per coin. And it started off just like some of your coins at way below a penny. As a matter of fact, it was at 1.000025000. So it was really, really, really cheap per coin. Now it's $970 and change per Bitcoin. Some think it's going to go to 1000 again, and it might. Uh, so, um, so that's kind of the grandfather of all these coins. And, and um, you know, there are others that are called altcoins that, are, that people make with their own individual structure and framework what's called the blockchain. Uh, you know, there's some research that you might want to do. You might look up blockchain on Google. You might look up Bitcoin. If you don't really know much about this, 
uh, just go to Google and YouTube and look up, get information on the blockchain and on Bitcoin and you'll find out on altcoins and you'll find out more about this. But the IRS has designated these cryptocurrencies, of which Bitcoin is one, and those of you that have a currency, yours is the same, is considered by the IRS a product. A product. That's actually what they call it in the IRS code. They call these cryptocurrencies a product. So not a stock, not a security, but a product. Now, let's talk about the SEC, since some of us are, are still sore about the way the SEC operates. The SEC can call almost anything they want a security, and that, of course, has some people very concerned because you're thinking, well, what's to keep them from just one day saying, it's a security, and then, you know, jumping on us and, and, and scaring us and finding us and throwing us in the hooskow or something. Well, you're right. The SEC can determine and call just about anything a security. So the beauty of going to the SEC site and looking at their regulation is they, they designate almost everything a security. Almost anything could be a security except they specifically mention currencies, commodities, and short-term loans. Currency, commodities, and short-term loans. So in other words, the good thing about going to the SEC site is they tell you what is not a security. Even though they say all this stuff, but any combination thereof and whatever, then they go, these things are not. Currency is not. Commodities are not. And certain types of loans, short-term, basically loans, are not. So how do we fit in this? Well, here's the beauty of it. The Commodity Futures Trading Commission, Commodity Futures Trading Commission, the CFTC, has considered Bitcoin a commodity. So the, basically the IRS and the CFTC have determined that Bitcoin is a product or a commodity, like cheese, like bananas, like pork bellies, like bacon, you know, which is basically in the pork bellies category, like, I don't know, beef like uh, ink pens, it's a product or a commodity. So where, are we, where can we get into trouble then with the Commodity Futures Trading Corporation? Oh, no, we, we escaped the SEC, but we haven't escaped the CFTC. Yes, we have. Why? Because the CFTC is only concerned about futures on commodities. So as long as you just trade the current value of your coin, token, or asset, those are the three terms that they're usually called, as long as you trade present value, in other words, if it's selling for a dime a piece, if you sell them for a dime a piece, where people get the actual coin, not an option on the coin, because that would send us to the SEC, and not futures on the coin, because that sends us to the CFTC. So, Will we have to pay taxes? Yes. If you have a gain, you'll pay taxes. That is a little different than raising money using the selling of stock in an IPO or in a, uh, a private offering because when you sell stock in a private offering, that, that uh, raising of funds is non-taxable. You only pay taxes on if you use those funds to make a profit 
and you save taxes if those funds have a loss. But in this case, you're selling a product or a commodity that has very little cost associated with it, perhaps, and therefore quite a bit of gain. So it is a taxable event. The money you receive will be a tax is taxable. Okay, so just to clarify that. All right, so you do not have to be concerned with the SEC. I am not stating this as an attorney or as an accountant, but merely as a consultant who has researched it. I urge you, uh, require of you, that you talk to your own uh, legal professional, accounting professional, and do your own research. But from the research done, what is stated by government agencies, that's where we're at with Bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies in the United States. Oddly enough, Texas designated Bitcoin a currency. Uh, Germany has designated Bitcoin a currency. China, Japan, Russia have designated Bitcoin currencies. The United States, not so much, uh, because they want to get more taxes, and they will. Okay, so all of your current, all of your cryptocurrencies are, you can consider them products or you can consider them commodities. Okay, so that should clarify that. Now, let's talk about these so-called ICOs, ICOs, or initial coin offering. We are thinking that we want to name it something different. And these are the reasons why. I'm getting you know, some of this nuts and bolts stuff done with you right now. Um, ICO is the co common terminology now, and it's basically becoming the dominant terminology for what we're talking about, selling these coins in an initial offering to raise money. But um, the problem that's occurred, that I see occurring is people are trying to, to uh, those that want to control as much of this, this area as they can, want to start determining what you can and can't do and, and what the government should look at and what they shouldn't look at. And it's almost as if people, you know, someone threw a pair of handcuffs on the floor in a room and people are running to see if they can be the first to handcuff themselves. So I don't want to be in that category where, you know, we, we take a beautiful thing that right now is almost totally unregulated and regulate ourselves. I just don't see the sense in that. So, so I don't plan on doing that. That's why I am thinking that perhaps we should call what we're doing Troptions Offerings. Troptions Offerings. Now, as you know, there is a Troptions currency or cryptocurrency or, or crypto coin, token, or asset. Uh, there is one called Troptions. But I'm thinking of putting the whole category in the category of troptions, those that we work on. That way we can make our own rule, we can determine our own destiny, we won't be as influenced by uh, what other people are saying you have to do in an ICO or in an initial coin offering. We may give the, the secondary, uh, the sub-headline might be an initial coin offering, but we could call it Troptions offering. In other words, uh, for let's take Noe for example. Noe's coin, which is called Tahi, which stands for AAA Home Investments, T A H I, um, 
it could be, even though that's the coin, it could still be called a Troptions offering, putting it under the umbrella of Troptions. And why is that? Because the word Troptions stands for trade options. Trade, it gives you the option of trading for various things. I think we can put it in that broad category, and it gives us additional cover. Instead of, you know, being scrutinized as having to do something a certain way, which which uh, there are people already trying to turn something beautiful into something rigid, something flexible and beautiful and simple into something rigid and regimented and, and you've got to do this, that, and the other. And I just, I, I resist that. I reject that restriction. <laughs> so, so that's why I'm thinking about that. Anyway, all right. So whether it's called, whether we call this offering of coins to the public to raise money, whether we call it, options offerings, each one of them as they go out, or whether we call them initial coin offerings, either way, uh, you know what we're talking about. We're talking about that initial time when we're going to offer our coins to the general public or our tokens or assets to the general public. Okay. I have in working on this for, I guess, a solid two months now in preparation to to go full bore with this, I've determined three broad categories that, um, or three broad steps, big steps, that have to be taken for a successful coin offering. And here they are. Number one, visibility on an exchange. Number two, coin use within an environment. And number three, promotion of sales to people, because ultimately it's people that buy these. So let me take number one. Number one is visibility on an exchange. One of the reasons that I have continued to keep instructions uh, visible on an exchange called, you ready? X as in um, X-ray, C as in Charlie, P as in Peter, D as in Delta, E as in Evelyn, X as in X-ray.com. It's an exchange called XCPDEX.com, which which is the counterparty uh, decentralized exchange market. It's, this is part of that market. And this is a neat little site because you don't have to sign up for anything. You could just go on the site and kind of see, not really real time, but see and um, sometimes it's only a couple of minutes delayed and sometimes it may be as much as an hour delayed. But it gives you a feel for what coins these are, are available uh, for people to buy in on or to buy uh, and their relative position. And so I have kept Troptions on the front page of that almost every day for the last two months just to keep it visible. And by doing that, I find that people will nibble on the coin just because it's visible. I also have, a, you might notice there's a coin called Resort Life, which is number one right now, right above Troptions, and that is a client um, who we have partnered in on that coin. And I have other coins that I've partnered with people um, Tom, for example, I've partnered with a coin with him, and we're working out the details of our partnership. We're about to sign an agreement. And so you'll see his coin pop up. 
And then for the rest of you guys, we just need to work out when you want to really go full bore and raise money for your coin uh, or for your endeavor through your coin, and then we can kind of position your coin properly so that you're ready for uh, for people to start buying. So, uh, and in this marketplace, this is just one of them, and there's a real-time marketplace that you can get to by signing up for wallet.counterwallet.io. If you can't uh, quite hear what I'm saying or, you, or you're driving or whatever and you can't quite get this down, I'll say it one more time, but uh, feel free to email moneybitinc at gmail.com and we can send you these links. But wallet, just like the wallet in your back pocket, dot counter wallet, like a kitchen counter, and again, the wallet in your back pocket, dot io, wallet.counterwallet.io. And you can go there and sign up, and then you can actually see a real-time market of these cryptocurrencies. Um, and I'll get into more detail on Saturday of what makes the cryptocurrencies we have different than what are called altcoins. And one major difference is we are on the Bitcoin blockchain, so we are very secure in that regard, perhaps more secure than some of the coins that are coming out that where people are just putting two or three computers together and doing an ICO, whereas we have thousands of computers that are backing up you know, what we're doing. Okay, so um, visibility on, on an exchange. And not just visibility, but you, you gain visibility because there's trading activity. And there needs to be trading activity in a coin when people see, oh, gee, it's there and there's activity. I mean, if you'll notice on um, XCP Dex, for example, most of the time, 99% of the activity is because of coins that I either own, control, or am partnered with. 99%. So. You know, we're we're not uh, we're talking about we basically have mastered how to get the attention on that medium, and that's a good thing. I'm not saying that we'll always be able to do that without any serious competition, but we're able to do it now. Certain techniques uh, I've developed over the course of the last couple of months, as well as the course of several years in trading the stock market that have enabled me to be able to do that. So that's one thing that's necessary. Visibility on an exchange, trading activity, and of course that's what makes you visible um, and keeps the interest. People are looking, going, gee, wonder what's going on there. Number two, so you have a coin, you have a token. What's the use of that token? Now, it doesn't really matter what that use is as long as there's a use. So by that I mean, and, and it looks like I may have lost someone, uh, but as long as, Evelyn, you're there to make sure that you can still, you know, people can hear me because since I've got everyone muted, I won't be able to tell if something happens where you can't hear. But um, anyway, use. So let's say your, if your coin is for a game, 
let's say you have a, a game that you've come up with, and your coin can be used within the game. You know, uh, it can be used to acquire buildings within the game. That's similar, let's go back to Monopoly. I mean, you know, U.S. dollars are of no use if you're playing Monopoly. It's not that anyone would refuse to take your dollars. <laughs> they probably would take them. But when you're playing Monopoly, there's a currency for Monopoly. Okay, that currency has use within the Monopoly board. And for people that are very serious about playing Monopoly, for example, they're very serious about the use of that currency, of that, in this, kind of, this case, we would call them coins or tokens or assets. So it's similar with your coin, token, or asset. What's the use of it within the environment that you have designated? If it's a game, wonderful. If it's, uh, for example, one of the gentlemen on the phone has a real estate and wants to buy real estate and wants to manage that real estate and especially uh, provide for Section 8 housing, low-income housing, Section 8. So, okay, maybe your coins can be used for 10% of the payment. In other words, you have a $1,200 a month apartment that you put on Section 8. Perhaps Section 8, the government is only willing to pay $1,000. You could require that the other $200 be paid in your coin rather than in cash. You could say, look, you need to pay for it uh, in my coin. And that would be what they'd have to do. And over time, there'd be more and more people using your coins. You might even say to certain contractors, hey, look, if you're going to work on my buildings, you've got to take at least 10% of your payment in uh, this different coin. It's called Tossix. You may, you'll have to take 10% of your payment in Tossix. Oh, well, I would have to do that. Well, if you want the job, I mean, you know, the job's $1,000. I'll pay you 900 cash and 100 in tops. It might even get to the point that you could pay people half topics, half in cash for building materials. You might determine, you know, again, this is, I'm thinking of this particular individual who is looking to uh, develop real estate, to acquire and develop real estate for the purpose of renting it out to uh, people with Section 8. On Section 8, uh, you might decide that certain building materials you're going to offer tossics as part of the the price of part of what you pay for the building material. Now you say, well, you know, Home Depot is not going to take that. Well, maybe they won't. But maybe Joe's Lumber Supply would take it rather than going to Home Depot. You say, Joe, I'll come to you, but you got to take some of my currency. It's called tossics. It won't hurt you to ask, especially when Joe can look on a marketplace and can see that, oh, look at that, Toxics is trading. So you mean if I don't see anything that I can use, I could just put my Toxics up for trade? And you could tell him, yes, you can. You might say, now, Joe, I can't guarantee it's going to trade immediately, but within a week or two, you know, you should be able to trade your Toxics maybe at a profit. So you have another angle uh, for getting people to accept topics. Here's one that I think of, the mortgage broker who gets you a mortgage. They could pay the commission. So you say, don't look. I'll work with you, but you've got to take 10% of your commission in topics. 
Same thing with the realtor that finds you the property, James. You could say, hey, I'd love to work with you, but you'll have to take some of your commission and toxics. Maybe, maybe you say they got to take 20% in toxics. Oh, I would toxics. I wouldn't take 20 Okay, then I'll just find a realtor who will. Because in the old Jewish proverb, I don't know if it's Jewish or German or, or Russian, I think there's probably someone in every language that has the proverb, half a loaf is better than no loaf. <laughs> half a loaf is better than no loaf. It's better for them to take partial toxics than to not get any commission at all. And so that would be an angle. So within the environment of real estate development, and we have a gentleman on who is just a, an expert in real estate development, acquiring real estate, exchanging real estate, et cetera, and I'm going to give him a chance to speak if he would like to uh, in a few minutes towards the end here, who can tell you about what we've got to, the third aspect of what needs to be done. But think in terms of how can your coin be used in your environment. And it's kind of a flip of the script. It's kind of a paradigm shift. When you're in doing an initial public offering, people think about the stock supporting the company. In other words, they're selling the stock to support the company. So, you know, I sell a million dollars worth so that I can build, you know, a building. Uh, or so that I can do this and do that and do the other. I mean, it's, the idea is is the, the coin is just a vehicle to get money to do something else. There's a bit of a paradigm shift. The effect can be the same, but the thinking needs to be changed. And here's the thinking. Think in terms of what is the benefit of the coin. What can people do with the coin? How can the coin in, improve their lives, enhance their lives? Those that would buy your coin, what is it going to do for them? Why? Because unlike a stock, they get no ownership in your company. So their primary concern is not how much money the company is going to make. They don't care. Why? They don't get any of the money. So it's not the same as a stock where they get ownership and therefore they get some of that money, and therefore they want to know, how much money is this company going to make? How big is it going to get? How far? That's not the point. The point is, how is this token, this coin, this asset going to benefit me? And then your company is, a, is, is, the, is the, um, the defender of the environment, <laughs> the provider of the environment the supplier of the environment with which, within which that coin exists. It is the supporter. That's a good word. The company supports the coin. Now, of course, the company is going to get paid to do that. You know, the money that people spend buying that coin is going to go to the company so that the company can support the coin. So let's take James again and his wonderful ideas for real estate. So someone gets, that co gets his coin, and the company is going to support the purchase. Excuse me, I was distracted for a second. The company is going to support 
the viability of the coin. So if that means the coin is used to get a discount on with realtors or the coin is used to get a discount with mortgage brokers or to be a partial payment for rental property or can be used to purchase building materials or can be used to pay for contractors. And maybe this coin is going to be for a specific region like maybe Michigan where James resides or maybe this coin is going to be for the entire North uh, Central United States of America, where within that area, people will begin to accept that coin for anything having to do with real estate development. And so the company supports that. Now, the company's going to get paid very well to support that. And James, as the CEO of that company, will be paid very well to manage the company that supports the token, supports the coin. In other words, that provides and supports the environment with which the coin resides. So that the, so you see the difference in emphasis? The emphasis is what will this coin do for me? Not I'm going to do this company and, and because you own, you know, you own shares in the company. They don't. What they own is they own participation in the environment and they want to feel like they are part of that community, the community that uses this coin to get things that they would normally have to pay cash for. That's what they want to be a part of, and that's what the company supports. And finally, the third thing is promotion of sales to people. So we have an exchange, and, it's, and the coin is visible on the exchange. People can see it. People can see it's trading. And in many ways, that's what I'm doing and making sure that I do for you um, so that that's covered because I know how to do that. And I've been doing it. And I, you know, I'm, I'm just really good at it. Uh, two, you, you figure out, you think through, with my help, of course, and with the help of others, exactly, you know, what will your coin do? And dream it big. And, and take it to an extreme, as, as extreme as you can believe. You know, there's no limits on what your coin can do, but you come up with what it's going to do, how it's going to function, how it's going to operate, et cetera. And some of that maybe you can, it can do now, and some of it it's going to be a year before it gets there or two years before it gets there, or maybe it'll take five years before every contractor in America uses your coin. But, if that's your dream, that's what needs to be uh, delineated, developed, uh, written, and put on websites, etc. And the third thing, promotion. Okay. How are you going to promote the coin? There's two basic ways, either the warm market or the cold market. Now, prior to working with these cryptocurrencies, we were limited pretty much to the warm market. I mean, you had to talk to people you knew, your uncle, your grandma, your cousin, your brother, your nephew, your sister, your mother, whatever, and say, hey, how would you like to buy some of this coin? Help me out here. You know, that kind of thing. And uh, as well as, you know, hey, you're going to benefit, and if you tell other people, I'll do something for you, I'll give you a bonus. You know, if you tell other people, um You'll be one of the first ones, then, and other people will make the coin more valuable coming in after you. 
and it'll keep going until, you know, you can catch out or whatever. There is the warm market approach where people tell people who tell people who tell people. That is a very powerful approach, and it's still available to do with this, with this method, with this coin. People can, and it's, and it's a very effective way to do it because, you know, I train someone or teach someone how to get online, how to, how to sign up with one of these exchanges, how to get Bitcoin and then exchange that Bitcoin for, for um, uh, XCP and how to exchange XCP for one of the other coins. I mean, that whole process is, it, it can be very involved. And it's great if someone that you know will walk you through and will help you and will, you know, teach you, this is how you do it, that's how you do it. And, and that's a great thing. And there's nothing wrong with that approach, and it should be used. Now, I have run into, of, of my clients, amongst my clients, some who say, oh, I don't want to talk to my mother about this. I don't want to talk to my nephew. I don't want to talk to the clients that I know real well. I don't want them to know that I'm trying to get money. I don't want to, you know, be in that kind of, I don't want to talk to people I know. I want to talk to strangers. Well, before now, we really didn't have a way that you could talk to strangers uh, without just wasting a lot of money on random advertising. And one of the gentlemen who's on the phone uh, with us now, who I'm going to let speak in a little while, as another approach of it, rather than just talking to random strangers of how you can approach people who might be interested in buying your particular coin. However, be that as it may, with or without that particular method, you can use general solicitation. You can advertise with email blasts. You can advertise on blog sites. You can advertise on YouTube sites. Uh, the, the exchanges actually have places where you can put a banner ad, you know, particular to your coin. So there are ways that you can advertise and promote, you know, sales of your coin to people. And in putting the method together to do what's called, again, an, an ICO, or we're going to call them Troxians offerings, uh, we, be, we want to reach a lot of people. We want to let them know when a coin is initially going to be offered to the public and do a huge promotion of that so that hundreds or thousands of people or from my mouth to God's ear, millions of people buy in to your coin, which means your coin could go from a nickel to a dime to a quarter to a dollar in a relatively short period of time. A coin that costs you very little to own and to um, to start to generate, you know, to begin, can become a huge windfall of cash for you, and it is happening today, as we speak. There are there's one offering going on that ends on the 31st of this month, and they've raised so far a thousand bitcoins. Well, a thousand bitcoins at nine hundred and sixty nine dollars or nine seventy approximately per bitcoin, that's just shy of a million dollars. So this is the type of thing that's going on right now. Some of these guys also accept other types of coins as well, like uh oh there's um there are other altcoins like Ether and there's a coin called Ripple 
and there's Litecoin, and there's Monera, um, uh, and uh, oh, Zcash, and there are other coins that are out there that are trading pretty strongly for cash right now. So people are trading their coins to be involved in these initial offerings of coins. And you have a coin that's every bit as good as anyone else's, and in some situations, better than those that they're trading for, because yours is secure on the Bitcoin blockchain. So, um, you know, using newspapers, magazines, radio, television, uh, email, any, any of those methods is viable, is available, and who knows which method is going to be the best? I don't know. There are even a lot of underground methods. There are people that do blogs about the coins that they're about to buy into, and they can be paid, you know, or they can be given some coin. They say, hey, look, you know, I got some, because we don't have the regulation. So they can get on YouTube and they can say, hey, someone sent me um, a coin called Toshix. I love the idea. I looked at the website. Here it is, and it tells you what this. I think I'm excited about this. I think this is going to be a big deal. And they can do that and get on there, and they can tout it. And they can say, hey, I've got some of it, and I think I'm going to make money. Well, some of these guys have a following. They have from dozens to hundreds to thousands of people that view their videos. So these are people. And, and one other thing I want to uh, share with you, why not offer your coin in exchange for advertising? Now, I know not every advertising vehicle will be able to do that with you, but some average, I would, I would always offer it. Always say, look, be a part of my initial coin offering, my Troptions offering, and take some of my coin in exchange or all of my coin in exchange for your advertising, especially people that have a low cost in their, in their advertising. Advertising is classically one of the things that people can trade for. So, um, again, in deference to my guests, not every advertising vehicle uh, can be traded for 100%. There may be cost-heavy expenses in, in, in advertising that, that don't allow that, or there may be extremely popular advertising approaches or extremely effective advertising approaches where the person just is not willing to accept anything other than cash. But you should always offer. And I will tell you this. There are thousands, perhaps millions of advertising vehicles in the country and around the world that will accept other than cash, an alternative to cash. Why? Because they couldn't sell every ad space on the page. They couldn't sell every hour of TV time. They couldn't sell every minute of radio time. They could, you know, they have the ability to very inexpensively send something out. So these are the reasons. So always, always, always offer your coin or something else on trade, in trade, always. And it's possible that you could get, if not every situation, uh, completely funded with your coin, many situations funded, and then you pay for those that you have to with cash and pay for those that you can with your coin or some other form of trade. And those are, these are the three categories that are necessary, I believe, 
to do is these are broad now. And on Saturday, I'm going to do part two, where I'll go into specifics in each and how you how you go from from zero to millions. You know how to do it. How do you get there? What do you specifically need to do? These are the broad categories, but within each category, what are the things you have to do in each of these broad categories, which I'll say one more time, and then I'm going to um, give the opportunity for Mr. Robert Steele, who I get to call Bob, uh, <laughs> a gentleman who's just a genius in real estate and exchanging one of the original uh men who brought real estate exchanging to our country, has taught thousands of students uh, how to exchange real estate and still has, if not thousands, hundreds, but I think still thousands of people on his list uh, that hang on his every word. So I'd like to give him an opportunity to tell you a little bit about what he has to offer to make your initial coin offering or your Troxians offering uh, much more effective. But to recap, number one, you need visibility slash activity on an exchange so people can see, you know, on an independent, in an independent location, on an exchange, oh, look at there. Your coin is right there. I can see it. Okay, there's activity. It's alive. It's not just laying there on the ground dead. It's alive. It's active. It's moving. Number two, you want to clearly and positively and dynamically uh, explain and illustrate what your coin is good for now and what you believe it's going to be good for in the future. And that should be a huge dream. Make it big. It needs to be a good story, a really good story that w of what your coin's about because your company, you know, you as the president of your company or the CEO of your company, you live to run your company, which lives to make the coin valuable to people that buy it. That's what you're doing. That's the point. Think of it similar to people who use a token within a game, and the more interesting the game is, the more excited they are about using that token within a game. Similar. Think of your business in one sense as the... You know, you're the curator of the game. You're, the, you're watching over and supporting the game, the environment. That's your game. It's an environment. And your coin has use within that environment. Make it small and powerful and concentrated initially and expand it as you go. And number three, of course, you, your company and you get well paid to take care of that game. <laughs> to take care of that environment for your coin. And number three, you've got to promote it, the sales of your coin, to people, whether it's warm market, starting with people you know and, tell, and encouraging them to buy it and telling them how exciting it's going to be and all of that, and that, you know, soon you're going to give it, you're going to present, provide it to the rest of the world. You could start with a warm market, let them get in first, and then when you advertise to the rest of the world, and your coin really gets bought and starts to soar on its big opening day, those people that you love and care about can make an initial profit. And that's a cool thing. And, uh, of course, you end up getting a lot of money so that you can take care of the environment of your coin, your token. With that said, 
I'd like to, uh, at this point, uh, unmute Mr. Robert Steele, who will tell you about what he has available to take care of number three, the promotion of sales to people. Ladies and gentlemen, Robert Steele. Bob? Okay, Garland, did you want me to come in now? Yes, please. You're unmuted. Okay, fine. First of all, uh, hello to everybody. And Garland, that was an excellent job. <clears throat> you really, uh, you really opened it up like a flower, and your three points are well taken. Uh, that's uh, really a nice way to go about it. <clears throat> um, let me just background briefly. Uh, you mentioned I had a book, and I'm not here to sell a book, but the, it, it is the genesis for what we have done uh, in the last year and a half. We wrote a book. It's uh, 400 and some pages long. It's called 300 Ways to Buy, Sell, or Exchange Real Estate. Inside of that book are 12 volumes, each one dealing with different subject matters within real estate, and one strategy per page, uh, graphically demonstrated and so forth. But it's almost all about creative real estate or real estate businesses and how to think outside the box. There's one whole book in there about how to do creative thinking and how to brainstorm. So with that as a backdrop, Garland's uh, program, uh, which is not necessarily Garland's, but he's uh, brought it to a, a new level, is part of what we call a, a strategy called creation of wealth. It's often used where you create a, you don't borrow money against your property, you create a trustee against it and acquire another property create a trustee against that and create another property and so forth. So you, you there's no end to the creation of wealth. So the the dollar, as you, we all know, is, is totally fiat now and it's printing it at random. So that's getting people to look towards other avenues because their dollar is devaluated from a dollar to two cents. So this is also a monetary thing that's taking place that's driving people to things like the bitcoins and to the gold and silver and to other methods. But at the same time, underneath this, there's a huge need for something to transfer equity with. Uh, there, I don't know how many millions and millions of vacant lots there are today sitting in the United States. Uh, motels, just a little 100-unit motel will have a million to $2 million to $3 million worth of vacancies every year. And all of these are things that could be converted to usage some way if there was a way to do that. But at this point in time, they're restricted pretty much to the dollar, to use the dollar. So other things have come along. Uh, trade credits, uh, we've used those. We've had companies of those. And they're good. There's Some of them are excellent. And some of them are not so good. But Garland's concept of this, these three steps that he's given you, uh, let, me, uh, let me give you an example a little bit about how what we've been thinking about that we could do with Garland and with Tropshin. About a year and a half ago, we took these 300 formulas that we have, and we put them into, a, first of all, a PowerPoint for teaching. But then we started sending out an email uh, Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays. And that list has grown up over 1,000 people now, and we will probably have it up over 5,000 by the end of next year. And those are mailings are going out so that we're doing maybe 20,000 a month now, and that's on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. And what that does is we take one of the strategies, and we uh, so like a, a mentoring deal. We teach people 
about creativity on that one little bite-sized deal every day or every other day. Now, that to be the year and a half. Now, coming out now, starting the first of the year, we have a, another vehicle which is called Brainstorming Times. And that takes out-of-the-box kind of things that happen in our world and put those as there's actually things that people could use and make money with and trade for. And this is going to come out on Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Saturdays. So we'll have maybe 40,000, 20 to 30 to 40,000 mail-outs a week at that point. But now in the brainstorming times, the one that I talked to, to uh, Garland about, is that Tropsons could have – see, he talks about the warm market. Well, when we've taught these people for a year, a year and a half now uh, about creative real estate all over the United States, moving into other markets now. We have started in Panama and Canada, even a little toehold in Croatia. So it's moving out into the world, and there's 200 countries. So when you have laws and so forth in one country, you can go to another country where they're different. They think differently about it. They have different laws. So what one's legal in one country is, is illegal in another country, and it'll always be that way. So I talked to Garland about Troption, uh, advertising with us in a, one of our pages or more so as, as we go and teach people and train people and, and have a marketplace where those of you that have coins and uh, transfer off into, uh, as he called it, the uh, counterparty and on into Bitcoins, that there's a place where you can uh, reach these people some way. And it is kind of a warm market. We've been teaching these people for a year, year and a half now. They expect our mailings, our emails, and they learn from them. And they want to know about new things. They want to know about things that are out the, outside the box. And they're, they're adventuresome people, a lot of them in different parts of the world. So that's where we are at this point through this. We, uh, we've known Garland for quite a while, a long time. And... Uh, we're excited about what he's doing, and I think he's the smartest thing around in this in this field. And what he's doing, I think, is great. I think Garland, I give you that thought that I had while you were talking about uh, initial public offerings or initial uh, coin offerings. You might say ITO, which would be initial corruption offerings. Mm. It's just mm-hmm. So there's a thought for you. So I think that if there's some way, and this is embryonic, uh, folks, what we're talking about here. We're just in the development stages. Our uh, brainstorming times is not in the development stages. We worked on that. It's full year. It's ready to go. But the uh, the advent of the traction uh, into our package is new, although we've talked about it here for the last two or three weeks. But uh, definitely it's something we want to do. And, and I can go on for a long time on this, but there's 200 countries out there. So if you want to stretch, as Colin says, stretch, Think about that because we can put our we put our books in Vietnamese. We'll put them in any languages. We put your cover on the your pictures on the cover of the books. We can do all kinds of things to promote what what's going on. So, and uh, and we have a wonderful market. These are really really smart people. Some of them that are getting our product. So I'll turn it back to you, Garland, unless you can ask me a question or something. Well, thank you, Bob. That was terrific. Uh, and. Thanks so much for making that available. And so for anyone who's interested in that, you can, rather than just put a whole bunch of emails on the phone, 
you can use moneybitinc at gmail.com if you're interested in that particular approach. And I highly recommend it because I've known Bob for a while now. I guess years now, perhaps. And, Probably. Yeah. And um, and so his, his, his product is quality. The people that he's deal, dealing with and have dealt with quality uh, from CEOs of major companies to multi-million dollar real estate, holders of real estate, uh, et cetera. So uh, it's certainly a list worth being on and, and approaching people who are looking for something different uh, to take a, a shot with them. And darling, can I ask one, one more thing? Let me give you a website, folks, that you might look at for some bigger things. As Garland says, you want to dream up. Look at one of our sites, which is called worldassetexchange.com. And this is for a million dollars and up items. Worldassetexchange.com. Thank you, Garland, for letting me get that in. Oh, no problem. No problem. And that book is excellent, by the way. So even though he wasn't, he's not on the phone to sell the book. But if you're interested in the book, uh, just email us as well. And you, the book can be purchased for Troptions as well as the 300 uh, um, uh, uh, what is it, Bob? You do uh, the mail out, the uh, the daily yeah. mail out, or three times a week mail out of the techniques is also available. So you might let us know if you're interested in that. Well, with no further ado. I think at this point um, that I will conclude, uh, and, and just by wrapping up again, those three major things, visibility on an exchange, think in terms of what will your coin be used for, not just, oh, this is just something we're going to use to raise money. No, why will people buy it? What will they be able to use it for? Your company supports that use. And finally, promotion of sales to people. When we get together on Saturday, we will go into detail in each of those categories so that you have a step-by-step, what do I do now, what do I do after that, third, fourth, fifth, all the way to setting up the time when you can make your ITO, initial Troptions offering, uh, uh, be made known. Or uh, you can get out there to the public and raise tons of money and reach your dream, and that's the whole idea. So thank you so much for being a part of this call, and uh, until next time, see you on Saturday. This is recorded. If you want to hear any part of it again, just go back to talk to you, and you can actually uh, hear this recording again, and, and that'll be good. All righty. Thank you very much. Thank you. All. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done.